to the Momnificent Podcast. This is the place where we help parents live a happy, healthy life with their kids. We're going to show you how to connect with your child and help them even in their most difficult moments as we hear from experts in the field. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Jakubowski, an international speaker, public school principal, and former struggling student. The Momnificent Podcast equips parents with science-based strategies to help you live a happy, healthy life with your kids. Welcome. Today, my guest is from Sweden and lives with her husband and two daughters all the way in Australia. After having her two daughters, Tess Bell wanted to help build self-confidence in her children, and yet she was crumbling inside, struggling with it herself. Others saw her as intelligent, funny, and beautiful, and yet Tess struggled to believe this for herself. Can anyone else identify as being a people pleaser and perfectionist? Well, let's take a few minutes and hear her story that I know will encourage and inspire you personally and in helping you raise your kids. So Tess, welcome to Momnificent. Hello everyone, I'm so excited to be here and honestly, you are just beautiful. <laughs> you really are. Like, yeah, even like a little pre-chat, I'm just like, oh my God, I love you so much already. <laughs> I know. And I just met you too. And I, like I said on the prequel, I just feel like every guest I have on my podcast is like a kindred spirit to me. So thank you for your time today. Um, Tess, this is a really fun question. I love asking this. What's one thing you've done recently that maybe you haven't done for a while that just brings you joy? well definitely no I was thinking and do you know what I did just the other day I did a front flip off a jetty and I was like oh I did used to do a lot of gymnastics when I was little and all the kids were playing we were on the beach school holidays and I literally sat there with all the mums and I was like no I need to have some more fun and I've been thinking and I've been reflecting a lot on and I was like stop it I'm just gonna go right out there and I was like and I literally was like oh my god I landed on my back mind you so it wasn't like a (laughs) sophisticated front flip but I was like afterwards I was thrilled and I was like that is it maybe yeah so what brings me joy I think perhaps is a little bit different to others but thrill seeking I used to be a full-on thrill junkie when I was little and I was just like honestly yes let's do it. <laughs> Did you jump out of a plane as one of your thrill junkies? I have. Yes, I have. You have. Bungee have. Jumping. <laughs> You've done what? Yes. And bungee jumping. And jumping. Yes. I have not done that. Well, I have the difficult thing where when I am on like the drop roller coasters, I actually cannot stand that feeling of my heart is like way out here above my head. And I'm like, yeah, anyway, so, but. <laughs> Fun brings me joy, but I'm feeling like, honestly, nice. I need to put myself out there and do more fun and just don't just always take the safe way out. So um, yes, maybe a bit odd, but um, that's me. (laughs) We work hard enough that we have to stop and enjoy those moments. And you're right. Sometimes I have to plan for the fun because I get into like work, 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 work. Um, So Tess, I love your mission which is to empower children today so they can form the tools needed to build a kinder tomorrow. And through the power of kindness, resilience, and self-worth, you said it's something that after you had your kids, 
Uh, what were you struggling with personally inside you that no one saw on the outside? Mm, it was honestly crumbling on the inside. I think I've always had this really um, extroverted personality, I suppose, and I I really don't have any issues being publicly speaking and big groups or putting myself out there and, and things like that. But I am so 100% anything I do in the outside world that other people can see, I take that home and I overanalyze every single little thing. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that or maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or, so it was basically having my kids made me just dig a lot deeper into my own values, I suppose. I was like, oh, my God, what, what am I going to do? And then really just realizing that well, I just kind of had this moment where I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm really resilient. I have a lot of grit and it comes back to a bit of rough upbringing and all of that. But I, I really do and don't give up often. But and I'm really kind and I'm really, you know, I, I help a lot of people. And I was like, oh, could you kind of maybe get into the whole pleasing? It's like I just keep pleasing other people. Perhaps I'm not so kind to myself. And I was like, oh, and I really don't feel confident or every single self-worth that I've ever had has always been attached to an outcome or an achievement. And that is what I realized having kids that everything was always and uh, it had to kind of had a result or it had to have like an output or and when there was an output, I felt good. Um, and that was basically when I started crumbling inside and going like, who am I? What, you know, what can I do? Am I even a good parent? I don't know what, you know. Yeah. So I really felt like I lost myself in motherhood and I lost because I stopped working, you know, and that was what I'd be right. really good at. And your identity, it's all wrapped up in that. And then now who am I without that? Yeah. And that's exactly, and that is it. Like, who am I without that? If I'm don't get to be good at that. And then I feel absolutely, I have no idea of how to be a good parent. And um, yeah, and that's how ultimately sharing kindness came about. So what ended up happening or changing for you? Or what was it? So I started on a personal level writing myself affirmations. So first of all, I started journaling, I have always through my teenage years, I've kept a diary. I, I've always been like, hi, diary. How are you today? I'm not so good. <laughs> Love, Tess. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Whatever. But um, but stopped that uh, when I was obviously a teenager. And I was like, oh, maybe that will be a good thing. Started researching, understood the magnitude, because I'm an oncology nurse as well. So I'm all about science-backed uh, uh, methods and understood how you obviously can rewire your brain and, and create new pathways and neuroplasticity, you know, all the nitty-gritty. But the point is, is you have to change the language you speak to yourself. And I think that is what, yes, and that is what I realised. Started writing myself affirmations. You're an amazing mum. You've got this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and through that, I was like, hmm, maybe I should do this for my kids. And this is a long time ago. This is when affirmations weren't really a thing. Wow. Um, so I started writing affirmations to my kids and they, you know, uh, could hardly kind of talk, then let alone read, but they would just repeat after me. 
And there was one particular one um, that I kept repeating. She was like, I want to say this one. And when I know it worked, and I'll get to what it was, was there was this one evening, I thought the kids were fast asleep. My my husband and I were having an argument, as you do as adults. Uh, My biggest little daughter wasn't asleep. She literally crawled into my bed and literally came up whispered into my ear and said, Mama, 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 when you're angry, our loving hearts calms us down. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is, you're four years old and you've put the affirmation into context and you're doing it to help even, like, you know, you're doing it for for herself, but even to help me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. I need to make affirmations. I need to help other families, help kids, and especially my own kids, I suppose, first of all, from a selfish reason, call it what you want, but I want them to just learn to be kind to themselves because I think if you can teach a child to be kind to themselves, they will build such a strong foundation for like sharing that kindness with others. Yes, I just love that when you are angry, your kind heart will calm you down. I just got the chills while you were telling that story. So I love how you said, if you can show kids how to be kind to themselves first, that will build the strong foundation with sharing kindness with others. And so what actually birthed and what were like those first steps into you creating this Advent kindness calendar? And what is that for listeners who don't know what that is yet? Yeah, I know. So there's two parts, I suppose. So I do have normal affirmation cards that are what you know, most people know about the repeat a positive statement about yourself every day. But then literally in the middle of the night, Christmas was coming up and I was like, and I had done, I'm one of, I'm kind of creative, I should say, but I was one of these and I wrapped a hundred little small gifts. I went to the shops, bought all these gimmicky, like little shitty kind of two dollar thing and a two dollar that and like it cost me I think it was like 250 dollars and it was just all plastic you know yeah anyway so in the middle of the night I was like how could I just do something more meaningful like Christmas coming up oh how about I just create like a random act of kindness countdown to Christmas instead of chocolates instead of candy instead of little mini gifts that just you know, adds onto this consumerism, you know, like it's just get, 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 entertain, get, get, entertain, entertain, you know, and all kids know about is just get. Right. And I was like, if I can create something where we teach kids more about being than having, uh, my mission's done. So, yeah, so I just literally overnight created like an online version of it, just the PDF. I had 5,000 people downloaded it in five days. And I was oh like, holy, yes, I know. And that's when I knew, oh, my God, the world oh wants this. Um, and then after that, I then created the actual physical um, uh, uh, advent calendar, which uh, obviously I should have brought here, but uh, I've got it's it around okay. the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I have pictures on it, yes. Yes. Yeah. But oh my God, I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so like, honestly, I'm so proud of it, but it's just, 
And basically what it is, is just counting down the days to Christmas, not with chocolates, not with candy, not with gifts, but with one kindness activity a day and one positive affirmation per day. Read one. Yes, I will read one. Please. (laughs) Oh my gosh, she has it. I've only seen them on pictures. This is so cool. Well, I saw the download that you have, like the the $9 download. Yes. Yes. So I was like, oh my gosh, I can get this now. But go ahead. You're going to read one. I know. So basically, so there's all these doors, right? So behind each door, there's like a little um, reusable sticker. So open and display for the kids. Okay. Um, Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. um, Yeah. So it's really cool. But yes, so basically these rip off. And they little cute little doors. And for an example, it's like kindness is contagious. Leave a treat on someone's doorstep with a kind little note. Yes. So the super. Hmm. Sorry, <laughs> I'm so excited because Tess, when I saw this and came across it, well, I posted it on my Momnificent um, Facebook page, and I was like, "This is so cool! A kindness advent calendar!" And I'm reaching out to the author to invite her on my podcast. Maybe she won't say yes, but hey, it's so cool! I'm so excited. And then I was like, "I'm gonna get this next year." And in school, every day on the announcements, have a kid open up the door, and they're gonna read it and challenge all of us. Like, I'm so excited about this. Oh, I can hardly stand it. And it honestly is. And it's just, and the connection that that brings, like as a family, honestly, like it, it's, the, yeah, I will yes. treasure these moments for the rest of my life. Absolutely. And it's the most meaningful. And yeah, and it's just about the conversations as well. Like not all of them are for everyone else. So there's a, there's a strong, like it's a really powerful balance of how to share kindness with yourself. For an example, today, stand in front of the mirror and say three kind things about yourself. Which is not easy to do. Not not very hard. Like literally, anyone listening to this right now, challenge yourself this week to look in the mirror. Just start with one. Tell yourself one kind thing. Tell yourself, I love you. Looking in the mirror, when, when someone, when I learned and did that and practiced it, that was really hard for me. That took a while and it's life-changing. Anyway. It is. And it's like, and yeah, like I love you for who you are, just the way you are. Right now, not for saying one more thing, not because you're going to do one more thing. And, And you touched on something that's so deep and it is just, if we could just practice to just be, we have like lost that because it's, it's, it's like you said, consume, consume, consume. And I, I do all this because it makes me feel better. And then when you really, when it's still and quiet and all that noise goes away, boy, is it telling what really, you know, how, how you think of yourself, et cetera. It's just amazing. Yeah, and it is, and it is. And I think, and all that self-reflection, that's also all my products really, um, I suppose, highlight is you know this social social emotional um so it's all like a lot about feelings as well that we just need to talk or feel and I've just come to the conclusion myself through lots of therapies like I've been very good all my life to talk about feelings but being very pointed out that talking about feelings intellectually is a big difference to actually feeling feelings and I was, and that was a very powerful lessons that I 
feel like I try and really bring into all of the products that I create is like we need to be and this is it comes back to that being we need to be with ourselves we need to be with our feelings we need to just yeah yeah do you believe that right now you are an amazing incredible powerful human like just recently something happened with someone else and a colleague and they were just really upset about something other colleague did and things like that and I just said, you know what? No matter what they think and say, it didn't change the fact that you are amazing. You're powerful. You're beautiful right now. And that that thought is 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 not always there. And 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 like we said on the pre-call, we're so susceptible to believe the negative and take us down. And well, that must be true. No, it's not. No, it's not. You are, imagine if we all walked around like that. And that's what I feel like you are helping to create in kids and yeah, and I told you on the pre-call that with my recent Master Life Coach certification that I did for myself because I was having difficulty with how I thought of myself, different than what people saw. And wow, how different life can be. Yeah, and it's exactly. And I really think when I started, when I really embarked on the whole research-leveled um, approach, I suppose, is like, I was definitely in doubt. Like I was one def like five years ago, I was one of those like fluffy duffy, like as in what really, you know, I should stand there and you know, that's just awkward. And that's just like that almost like that little wall around me trying to be tough, I suppose. But like you said, and like there's so much research nowadays as well, which it, there wasn't really five years five years ago I really had to search high and low for it but it's scientifically proven now that and especially gratitude practice like the more you can count your blessings and the more thankful you can be for the things that we already have in our lives but also for the things that we are in our lives it's it's the biggest and the best is resilience um the resilience practice that you could possibly do I love that. And uh, I'm going to ask you to share with us your secret recipe to a happy and healthy life. The secret recipe to a happy and fulfilled life, I suppose, I would take it back to the golden rule of treating others the way you want to be treated yourself. Because and then do a full 360 circle on the golden rule and bring it back to also treat yourself the way you want to treat others. And I think that's like make it a full circle because it's for some people it comes easier to just be kinder to others, but do the 360, be kind, be kind to yourself. And ultimately kind of starts within if you can you know if you can learn to be kind to yourself you will naturally once again build such a strong foundation for sharing that with others well and and it reminds me of how when people are not so nice um i remind whether it's kids or adults that hurt people hurt people mm. and on the flip side kind people are kind to others and you're right it's how you treat yourself is how you treat others which is which can be very scary and a, like you know a wake-up call if you put that mirror in front of you um and so you have a eight-week kindness challenge right can you tell us about that 
Yes. So basically very simple is like do one kind thing. I mean, you can, you can pick and choose as you want, like whether in the ultimate world you would do one kind thing every day, but for eight weeks that could perhaps prove to be a bit hard. So it's like, I've got a, um, a little printable thing that you can download on my page. It's okay. very simple. Um, you pick one thing and there's little tick boxes. You pick one um, for an example, um, write a little note telling someone why they're special to you or, um, um, you know, and it's got different, um, I suppose, focuses. So each week has a different focus. One's about love, one's about gratitude, one's about resilience. Uh, so it just, you know, brings back all the whole um, growth mindset and the aspects of just staying a little bit more, I suppose, aware and practicing that kindness muscle because kindness isn't a personality that you're born with. Kindness is honestly a skill that you need to continue to to train just like a muscle. Like if we don't go to the if we don't go to the gym, our muscles are ultimately going to be to be weak and perhaps some people have got a tendency to build stronger muscles easier absolutely but kindness is a muscle and we just need to make the active choice of training it and that's as simple as that and I think if everyone just can do that and, and with, a, with an eight-week challenge it's quite a simple way and it just keeps that like niggling little reminder it's like oh what's next week and like let's focus on this week and you can even just pick one thing and then just do that every day for the week and just go oh yes that felt good and maybe the first time it feels awkward because it does for me it's like say hi to a stranger and you're just like hi <laughs> and they're just like oh who's this crazy woman <laughs> And, and what I normally do is just like, I'm just saying hi to everyone because I'm spreading kindness today. And they're like, oh, that's really lovely. And I was like, pay it forward, pay it forward. <laughs> that is, and I love that it just gives parents something handy to use and they don't have to feel like they have to go searching for something or like, what should I do next? And everything you're saying is what we as parents want to teach our kids. So you've just packaged it so beautifully. And and I wanna take a moment and go back to your positive affirmations because um, like two years ago, one of my paraprofessionals gave me a CD, 101 Positive Affirmations by Louise Hay. And Tess, it forever changed my life. I would listen to it all the way to school and all the way home and it would lift me out of all the things that just like, just, just brought me down that day and in my mind and just weighed on me. And then I found out uh, the pair brought me a picture book that Louise Hay had written called I Think I Am. And every page, it flips a negative experience in, that kids relate to into a positive affirmation. And so I would read it in the classrooms as a read aloud at school. And a first grade class said, oh, Dr. J, you should read one of these on the announcements every morning. And literally almost for an entire year, we read loud we would say I would say it and we would say it together and it and even a, a parent of a fifth grader the mom was like you have no idea how this has changed my daughter's life because like us she plays goes spiraling down in her mind that and just it just takes her down and this gave her a tool to teach and retrain her that like I said earlier like actually you are beautiful like even if nobody even noticed you today it didn't change the fact that you are beautiful. So stop and think for yourself a minute. I am beautiful. And 
oh, it was so powerful. Oh, and just reminded me of that when you were saying that. It's, it, but it is, and it, yeah. And like I said before, it, the practice feels to some people perhaps a little bit hard and awkward at first, but I think that's, you just got to get over that little start, hump start or the little kind of um, awkwardness to begin with. But once you can have a default, and I suppose that's what I try and think about to my kids is like hard things are going to happen. They're going to get hurt. They are, you know, um, whether it's friendships or it's, uh, you know, boyfriends or whatever it is, but life is hard. Life is hard. And like, that's resilience and you have to experience hard things. But if you're at least your default position in your brain is not like, I'm an idiot. I'm so dumb. I'm so ugly. Why did I do that? Like instead go, okay, I showed love. That's brave. I'm brave. Yes. Okay. I got hurt. Yes. But I, that was still brave. Yes. Um, okay. He did say something that hurt me. Yes. I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm beautiful. Instead of just being our own worst enemy mm-hmm. uh, and then continuing what the person who tried to hurt or have hurt us to do, it just becomes a, yeah, like you said before, a spiraling little yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we all experience. Know what that's yeah. Like. Exactly. So it's just about fixing that default position so that you could can yeah, have the tools within yourself to to at least speak to yourself kindly. I love that. And so Tess, I we're going to we're going to jump back on another episode in the future because I love talking with you. And so just for today, finish off with our listeners, how can someone find and follow you? sharingkindness.com is my website and uh, on Instagram, just sharing underscore kindness underscore. And um, yeah, I love connecting with people, uh, especially on Instagram. Um, Yeah. So um, find me there, connect with me. Even if you um, have any questions or are struggling with anything, just um, shoot me a DM and um, I'd be happy to connect. I love that. And I just want to close with a testimony that I read from one of your clients saying our daughters four and six absolutely love their advent calendars. Everything about them is truly beautiful. We do our acts of kindness every day. Thank you, Tess, and to your beautiful girls for bringing this most amazing and precious idea to life and sharing it with the world. It's truly amazing. So Tess, Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Hey there, it's Karn. I hope that you're enjoying the show. And by the way, if you're a mom who wants to learn how to help your child when they're struggling behaviorally or facing challenges in school, get started today by getting my free short video course, Three Steps to Happy Healthy Kids at www.educationalimpactacademy.com forward slash free video. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in learning how to have a happy, healthy life with your kids. So head on over to www.educationalimpactacademy.com forward slash free video and grab your free gift today. Well, that's all we've got for this episode of the Momnificent Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be honored if you would subscribe and rate if you really liked it. I know wherever you're listening right now, it might not be the best time to leave a comment, but feel free to leave a question, a review, or a comment at any time. And until next time, remember, don't worry, be happy.